You know the only thing better than watching the game? It's watching the game with your friends. It's game night, so you head to your favorite spot. The game's on all the huge TVs. Several people you know are already there, and they've come for the same reason. It's game night, and the game's on all the huge TVs in the room. A lot of the men are there with their wives. Everyone's having a great time, eating, drinking, laughing, and, of course, yelling at the refs. The bartender's great, too. She seems to know what the regulars want before they even order. Maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this little jewel in Sayre so it doesn't get too crowded. It'll be our little secret. Ah, why not? Let's risk it. It's the sports bar at what's technically known as the Sayre Golf Course. The locals call it Sayre National. It's in the park on the south side of town, so don't watch the game at home alone tonight. Go where there's food, drinks, and huge TVs. The game's a lot more fun if you'll watch it with friends. If you build it, he will. It's the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And we're back. And there we go. Okay. Mondays. Am I right? Oh, did you plug me into one? Yeah, and there's you a, and there's a reason yeah. you need to be in two because that is configured to your voice and one is configured to my voice. Gotcha. It's all processing stuff. So anyhow, you can get out here, get you get you some golf in for uh, here toward the end of 2022 and uh, hang out and watch Monday Night Football, Packers and Rams here tonight at the Sayre Golf Course. Coming up on the show, Jim Traber, hopefully back from the Bahamas. Wish he'd have brought the warm weather with him. Instead, the cold weather's coming. Uh, but we'll talk to Jim. Crazy weekend in sports. The NFL was nuts. Um, comebacks galore starting on Saturday with the largest comeback in the history of the league. Um, Dallas blew a lead. The Bucks blew a lead. Might have had the dumbest and the smartest play in the history of football in the same weekend. And a question on the table, and I can't wait to ask Jim as well. How many teams can really win the Super Bowl. Did you watch the soccer finale? I did. Did you really? Okay. I actually got up because I just couldn't sleep. I got up, made some coffee, sat down, and watched it. Had it on, and I watched every minute of it. Even when it was 2 to nothing, Argentina, and I'm thinking, well, this thing's over. And something told me, you know what? This is soccer. Something could change. Something could happen. And then that, that penalty kick... They're late in regulation. But, man, what a game. I did not. I was at church, so I didn't get to see it. But everybody is telling me how good a soccer game it was. So we can talk about that. How was your weekend? And look at the Western Oklahoma Realty Bowl Mania standings. Familiar name at the top. 225 Coach, Coach Maynard or? <laughs> me. Oh, my goodness. You know, some possum. That's been, uh, you know, here, you know. Here's what's probably a little sad. Uh, we'll get in when we get there. <laughs> but I got something probably a little sad that I noticed on the uh, Bull Mania Pick'em. Okay. Tough break for one gentleman. I feel and, like this is a shot at me. Nope, it's not. A, it's, I haven't even it's, looked. It's not even a shot at you. It's going to be a shot at somebody else who can't beat their own child so far ah, at the Western ah, Oklahoma ah, Realty ah. Bull Mania. Two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. That's two two five nine six nine eight. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things or whatever else might be on your mind. Feel free to chime right in at two two five nine six nine eight. If you're gonna be outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. You can log on to KADSAM.com, download the Paragon app. All, all those things are, are ways to get in touch with us. Uh, the app has the three radio stations, it's got the penny news. Brand new edition of that Penny News will come out here a little later on at thepennynews.com uh, this week. Uh, Big Elk TV, Paragon TV off for a little bit as we've got um, Christmas break Christmas going on. Break going on. <clears throat> but uh, you can watch the live streaming of high school sports there. Then also... Um, or you can go back and watch the 
games have already been played. I guess you could if yeah. you'd like. There you go. It's always an option. I'm having a hard time. There we go. I'm trying to get that text line pulled up for some reason. It wouldn't pull it up, but there it is. <clears throat> How about them Cowboys, LOL? Yeah, they made the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, they they, the they've playoffs. won 10 games this year. It's funny. You know what you're not hearing a bunch of this week? What's that? That Kansas City sucks. Yeah, did they go to overtime with Houston? They did. Yeah. But you're not hearing that. No, you're not, are you? It's very, very interesting. Uh, it's getting on Sports Podcast. If you missed the show entirely, you can go back and hear what uh, what you'd like to hear there. Um, depending on what the day is, you can uh, you can go back and kind of pick that apart or just listen to the whole thing. How was your weekend, Jared? It was good. It was good. I got family in town, so it was busy. Busy weekend. How was yours? Um, same. We had we had a bunch of basketball. You had a lot. Okay. We had some uh, some sixth grade basketball. The tournament, the final weekend of the Elk City League there at the uh, Arrowhead Center was this weekend. So we got to watch some um, basketball on Saturday, and then yesterday in the championship games. I was uh, I was Steve Daniels of the of the Arrowhead Center. Really? Yes, I was the PA guy for the championship games only. Nice. So five different, and it was pretty cool to watch the kids. <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm guessing the fourth grade kids. I don't know if that had ever happened, but it didn't look like it because they weren't really sure what to do. Uh, but no, the, it was, that was cool watching them all. Their faces light up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I got a text last night from one of the dads I know that uh, he's like, my son's still talking about hearing it, getting his name, getting announced before the game started. So it was really neat games, too. Um, let's see. Fourth grade boys was Mangum and Elk City. It was a really, really good game that came right down to the wire that Elk City won. Sixth grade girls was Elk City and Hammond, and Hammond won that one by two. They were up nine with about five minutes left, and one of our former colleagues was the coach. One Kennedy Walker was the oh, Hammond I, I co- coach I of that some, Hammond team. Some Facebook posts, yeah. <clears throat> and um, she was uh, the winning coach. But they, the Elk City girls, came back and scored nine straight to tie it at twelve with like a minute and a half left, and then a couple of free throws made and. Another bucket, and so Hammond won that. Let's see, Weatherford was beaten by Cheyenne in the sixth-grade boys. That was a good game, down to the wire. Um, and then the last guy I announced and left because I had to come home and cook supper. Uh, but it was fun. It was a fun weekend. Uh, really good stuff there. Uh, I was supposed to say hi to Trail Windsor. You yeah. Know, a little trail. Yeah. That was out at uh, Poppy's at one time. He was there, and I guess he makes his mother turn us on every morning when he's not at wee school. So Great. what's up, Trail? I'm sure once he hears his name, if it's like he does in real life, as soon as he hears his name, he goes and hides behind either his mom or his dad's leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow, uh, it was a fun weekend for us, and, and that was that was cool. And it so was, uh, it was I got good stuff. I got a question for the text line and for you. Yes, it's a it's a a character building issue that I have. Um, my kid's team was in Preg this weekend for mm-hmm. a tournament, but. Um, she couldn't go. We, you know, family comes first. We had out-of-state family in town, so um, she didn't go. But they went and won it. And I got a text from his coach, from her coach, said, "Hey, I got Katie a ring from this weekend. I'll drop a bye tonight." Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking, but did she really earn it? Because she didn't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I did give this to, but she is a part of the team, and I understand why. You know, she didn't go because. Families in town, we don't get to see it very often. Maybe once every six months if we're lucky. And so, you know, and we knew they were coming to town for, for months. So um, what do you do? Give her the ring because she still goes to practices. And yeah. she's still, you know, if obviously if we could go, she would have gone. Or do I say, you know what? You didn't, you didn't go this time. You don't, you don't get this ring. I think what because, do you do? I think because of practicing, you've got to let her have the ring. Okay. It would break her heart if she found out I had the well, ring and, and, and didn't give it to her. And that's another thing. Now that, you, now that you're going to have it, you have to give it to her because yeah. you want to talk about a tough break. Because she might go to school and, or, or go to practice and all the other girls talking about their bling. Yeah. yeah, you're getting hammered on the text line. Give her the ring? Yes. Okay. 
absolutely hammered. Well, I wasn't against it. I was kind of 50-50. Like, you know, what's what's protocol there? It's my oldest. And Let her have the ring. Let her have the ring. Give her the ring. She's part of the team. Let her have the ring. Okay. She exactly. She put in the work. That's right. She yeah. did. She no, that's what I'm thinking. That's one side of my thinking is that she does go to practice and she puts in the work. But this was a situation she just couldn't go. It was a one day only tournament on Saturday. But again, family in town and family comes first. It's kind of been our, that's our motto. But, um, anyways, okay, I'll give her the ring. Should I put it in her stocking? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Probably not. We're probably going to practice this week, and she's going to go, Dad, um, the girls are talking about their rings. That's a good point. You better uh, <laughs> better just give her the ring. You better just give her the ring. All right. I'll give so her the ring. So you watched the soccer game. I did. I didn't think I would. I, it wasn't like I went to bed Saturday night thinking, I'm going to wake up and watch this game. I woke up. It was 8 o'clock, and I just could not go back to sleep. You know, I'm thinking I could sleep in a little bit. And I got up, started my coffee, and – um, turned it on, thinking the game was already going to be on. I, I failed to realize coverage started at 8. They started like at 9, so yeah. I was up in plenty of time. And I watched it. I watched uh, – and then Argentina got up 2-0, and I thought, this might be it, man. This this is uh, this is going to be a blowout. But credit uh, France for being aggressive and, and um, forcing that penalty shot. And then I got up. Walked away. What they scored ninety seconds later to tie it up. Mbappe. Mbappe. That dude. Mbappe had two awesome. goals in, within two minutes or yeah. whatever it was. Well, I came back into the living room and it was two to two. It's awesome when I love the the, <clears throat> the announcers were perfect because when something big happened, they didn't talk over the moment. They mm-hmm. just stopped talking and they just let they just showed the players react, listen to the crowd go crazy because that is an enormous event and it made me. I was like, and I walked back. I go. They scored? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Normally, I haven't even kicked it off yet. Yeah. jacking around. Yeah, it's, it's, already, it's, it's two to two. That is, And so at the end of the game, obviously goes into extra time and goes to PKs, and, and Argentina comes out with the win. But, you know, the common rhetoric on the social media was best game ever, best game ever, best game ever. I'm like, well, that's quick to say, but I don't watch a lot of soccer, so I can easily oh. tell you that's the best game I've ever seen, but I don't watch a lot of soccer. Here's the – I wouldn't know what even to compare it to as far as another soccer game. But what does it compare it to, like, say, Super Bowls or... It doesn't. Well, as far as the magnitude... Because they end the game in a completely different way than they play the game. Yeah. That's what stinks about it so much, is that it ends in a shootout. Should it have been sudden death when they go to extra time? I wish it was, yeah. honestly, because... I mean, I get the idea that you can't just play and play and play and play. Uh, you know, eventually, and, and maybe you can. Maybe you give somebody, uh, once you get into overtime or extra time, another substitution or two. I mean, they've got like 26 dudes, so it's not like they'll run out. Yeah. It's not like a bullpen where you've got 10, and if you go 18 innings, somebody's arm is laying on the mound because they had to pitch so much. You know what I'm saying? Right, they, they have the mechanisms there, or can put them in place for this not to happen, and that is why it, it's just so. It, it, the shootout was so anticlimactic, and maybe it was because of that jack wagon that's the keeper for Argentina. Okay, I'm glad you felt like that too. Yeah. I thought that guy was a jerk. Yeah, he was great though. I mean, you could see why he was. I mean, what about that save? I actually watched like the last six minutes of extra time towards the very last end. Night. That save. Oh my gosh, it, it won him the cup. Yeah, yeah. It was an unbelievable with his foot. Yeah, I just, just happened to have it. his foot in the but, right but spot. But you can see why because his arms look like they were about clear across the room here. That's yeah. what forty foot wide. Like it, it almost felt like he could touch the goalposts. With his fingertips in the middle, and his legs were flailing all around. I mean that, but yeah. I mean his antics. Uh, I think that uh, throwing the lo- ball when a lot the PK of PK stuff and the way he was acting. I, that's very unbecoming. A lot I'm not of a big fan of that. I did. I did love the announcers, like you said. I thought that was awesome. Um, and and here's something that doesn't happen very often, but it did yesterday. Is those two guys were supposed to be the stars. Messi and those and, two guys yeah. were the stars. Yeah. And think about how many times you have that opportunity to see that in an NBA Finals or a Super Bowl or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and it doesn't 
live up to the hype. It did yesterday. That's right. With a, a yeah. hat trick from Mbappe. Messi scores. I mean, it, when he scored the goal, it, like it, it was like a fairy tale. See, that's what I'm saying. If it would have just been sudden death, we could talk about a fairy tale ending to not only the World Cup, but Messi's career. Yeah. That's a it, perfect way to finish it. Instead, yeah. you had to watch what's Hernandez flail around in his neon green keeper <laughs> suit. It was, it, it was, um, it, I think they got. But the way that that extra time, it, you know, people say, you know, the novice fan says, well, soccer's slow and it's boring. Mm-hmm. And the way that extra time, the way the intensity on both sides, they were both just so aggressive and it, it made you hold your breath every time. It was awesome. I mean, I couldn't turn it, obviously couldn't turn it off. There's no doubt. It was, was back and forth. I mean, it and was. And that's where I go just, into the argument of, man, well, Again, I don't watch a lot of soccer. Why don't they play like this all the time? Yeah, but I think I'm it's watching because that they're not like, good enough. Wow, that, that those two teams were good on both like mm-hmm. defense and offense, so they they kind of were a little bit more risky. You know, sometimes you see like Morocco. Morocco was trying to get to a shootout every time in the knockout stage. Yeah. That was their goal was to get to a shootout and then. See what happens. Survive and advance That's exactly kind of mentality. Right. Yeah. France was different than that. They were so much more. Even in that when I was telling you about uh, on Saturday, last Saturday, watching the, that England game, those two were back and forth. I mean, it was it was action packed. And if it uh, if soccer was like that all the time, yeah, then you would get. But see, there's going to be a bunch of people that saw that match yesterday. Four billion uh, worldwide, by the way. That's I believe it. I, I believe it. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people here that watch that that think that's how it goes all the time. Right. And then the next time they watch one, they're going to go, the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. This ain't it. Yeah. No, but it, it was uh, the, the live up to the hype with Messi and with Mbappe. But that, uh, it, it, was, it was everything that, that soccer needed it to be. Now we'll see if they can carry over their momentum because in four years it'll be right here mm-hmm. in the U.S. and Mexico and Canada. And maybe this is the chance for soccer to actually kind of take hold. And, and create some momentum going into that. But it's going to take the U.S. being a, a, a lot better than they are for it right. really to matter here. Right, well, I mean, if they're it, better than getting into the knockout round and getting beaten that first, I mean, that's to, pretty good. I mean, if they, can get, if they can win a game in the knockout round and then put yourself in a good position at home, yeah, really creates, create that excitement, I think right. there's a chance for it because they're so young and you're going to see virtually everybody back, I think. I mean, I'm not. I mean, we'll have to ask Scotty on Friday, but um, I mean, there's that chance. So it's kind of aligning where the Americans could have a fairly decent. I'm not going to go out on the limb and say contenders, but a decent team if they're better than that, what they were in this World Cup. That's pretty dang good by American standards. Oh, for sure. Uh, but that's but see, that's the problem though. That's why because you know what America loves mm. winners, oh, not, well, yeah. not not quarterfinalists. Right. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back. Hit some NFL stuff, man. What a wild weekend with the comebacks, with the worst play of all time, quite possibly. <laughs> possibly. And maybe the best play of all time, too. All in the same, all in the same like, 20 minutes or what have you. Skinny on Sports from Sarah National over here at the Sarah Golf Course. Coming back at you here on a Monday. You know the only thing better than watching the game? It's watching the game with your friends. It's game night, so you head to your favorite spot. The game's on all the huge TVs. Several people you know are already there, and they've come for the same reason. It's game night, and the game's on all the huge TVs in the room. A lot of the men are there with their wives. Everyone's having a great time, eating, drinking, laughing, and, of course, yelling at the refs. The bartender's great, too. She seems to know what the regulars want before they even order. Maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this little jewel in Sayre so it doesn't get too crowded. It'll be our little secret. Ah, why not? Let's risk it. It's the sports bar at what's technically known as the Sayre Golf Course. The locals call it Sayre National. It's in the park on the south side of town, so don't watch the game at home alone tonight. Go where there's food, drinks, and huge TVs. The game's a lot more fun if you'll watch it with friends. The Skinny on Sports. Now we're back! We are back at the Sayre Golf Course. Sayre National here over in the city park at Sayre, hanging out in the sports bar. You can, too, tonight, uh, Monday Night Football. Green Bay 
and the Baker Mayfield-led Rams. Come over, watch the game, have a couple of uh, adult bevs, and just enjoy the huge TVs and the great atmosphere here at the Sayre Golf Course inside the sports bar area of uh, the clubhouse. Let's look at the, the uh, Western Oklahoma Realty Bowl Mania standings, uh, Jared. Okay. There's a huge tie for first, uh, 12 of us. I say us because I'm one of those at 6-3 and three against the spread. Will, looks like he's there. No one out pizzas the hut. That can only be Pat Sanger, I would assume. <laughs> Possum is, you can find Possum here. TJ, myself, Big Wes, and then a name, a young man named Curry. Curry, who is 12. Oh, great. Is beating his dad, who is 42. One J. McClure. Oh. Curry out on top of his dad after the first weekend of the Bowl Mania Pick'em. Ouch. I wonder if there's any trash talk in the in the I, I you know what actually right this second they are headed, I happen to know this. They're on that you know that train that goes from like Norman down to the to DFW? Yeah, yeah. They the are flyer, on, uh, the, yeah. yeah, they are on that train right now. And Very that's cool. a tough break for Jay because if Curry starts pulling out the needle, he can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. They're stuck together on a train for a little bit. <laughs> um, one name I'm not finding is yours. I haven't even looked. There you are, three and six. Eesh. Down toward the bottom. You know, that's just right up there with how I picked all season long. So, yeah, The season long winner, Miss Robin Trotter, four and five. But... Here's the deal. There's just nine games. There's 43 of these things. So plenty of time for everybody to get back. Heck, you can even get involved right now. You only missed nine games. So you've got what? What does that mean? 34? 34 left? If you if you got, say, 70% of those 34, you probably win. And you know what you win? Thunder tickets. Good ones. So if you missed the first week, there's one game today. Might as well get in. And you might be able to roll the dice, and you could catch us up. You could catch yourself up and get you some Thunder tickets at the end of this thing at the National Championship game. Old Mania, Western Oklahoma Realty, Tyler Harrison, Robbie Allen, and the gang there. People before property is their motto. One game today. One game today, yeah. One today. I know there's at least one tomorrow. So I looked to make mm. sure I had them all picked. You yeah, sure? I think so. I thought it said Tuesday. Looking like Friday. Oh. Like one today, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. And Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not... Uh... Looking at the, you are correct, sir. Two games tomorrow. So I, I was thinking one Wednesday, one Thursday, two on Friday. And I'm seeing when the first Big Twelve team Baylor Baylor on Thursday taking on Air Force. Baylor v Air Force. Very good. All right. What caught your eye outside of the? I'm sure the Cowboys yesterday. Anything in the NFL before we get Jim on? Uh, Cincinnati, I think, is coming on strong. And I know um, Tampa Bay isn't with, you know, I think, uh, I, I get it, Tampa Bay is, is down. But um, anytime you, you can get a young quarterback like Joe Burrow and go up against the GOAT and Tom Brady and, and uh, play like that, I think it's just going back into that rhetoric of what we what we've said is that Cincinnati is starting to get their stride and starting to look like they did last year when they made that run, and that continued a little bit for me yesterday. Um, the Giants Commanders game yesterday. Are we going to talk about that? I want to save that for Jim. He might <coughs> blow a gasket on. Well, I don't know. I what's mean, going on there with the ref? That it, at the end of the before the ridiculousness that was the Patriots. Last play, I mean the the touchdown for the for the Raiders right before that. The dude was clearly out of bounds. They reviewed it and confirmed it. Felt like the refs had a tough a tough go of it uh, with with what they did to McLaurin, then the the PI in that game last night. Um, uh, oh, how many teams can win it? How many teams can how many teams can make the Super Bowl right now? Well, I mean, after some results the last couple of weeks, I mean, two weeks ago I would have told you a lot more. Now I'm kind of going back to maybe two teams. What? You don't? You don't only think there's two teams that can make the Super Bowl? 
That can win it? No, that can make the Super Bowl. Oh, I thought you said who can win no. it. How many can win it? No, who can make it to the Super Bowl? How many teams? Um, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati. I just mentioned them. Okay. And maybe the Chargers. Interesting. Kind of coming. I'm kind of getting that vibe from them too, like the Cincinnati vibe. Okay. So I'll go with four. So nobody. What about the NFC? Somebody has to make it from the no, NFC. That's true. It just seems so wide open. The NFC side, Buffalo. Buffalo's AFC. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I already say Buffalo? Mm-hmm. I think I did. I don't want to put Cowboys there. I'm, I'm finding every way not to put them there because of that crap yesterday. Um, Philly, yeah. I just I, I keep going back to quarterback play with Philadelphia when it matters. But, um, if I, I, yeah, it has to be Philly. It has to be Philly. Just Philly. Yeah, yeah. Not San Francisco. You? I think San Francisco. Do you really trust Purdy? Well, do you really trust Jalen Hurts? <laughs> I mean, true. that's the thing. I trust everybody around Purdy. Yeah. And, and, and everybody around Philly. Around, around, Philly. around, around yeah. Hurts as well. And I think you've got Philly, San Francisco, Dallas. You've got the three you mentioned in the AFC with Cincy, Buffalo, Kansas City. And you mentioned the Chargers. Maybe the Chargers. They're getting healthy, and their schedule is easy as pie coming down the stretch. They're going to be in the playoffs. I promise you. Nobody wants to see them in the first round. Oh, no. Either Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, or whoever wins the South, which could be the Jaguars after yesterday. Watch out. That game, that they play the Titans the last week of the season. They both have Houston. Tennessee has Dallas. The Jags have at the Jets. So you would probably give a little lean maybe to uh, Jacksonville being able to get there at the end. Uh, what will remains to be seen. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get Jim on the horn and uh, ask him about his trip, how he, you know, the Bahamas were. Lots of stuff happening at the Bahamas, a place that yeah. you'd think was just kind of a go chill out. Bowl game, arrests, and the ultimate was there. Ask him about the NFL, much stuff as well. Skinny on sports here at Sayre National, hanging out on a Monday. Come on back on Beatsport. You know the only thing better than watching the game? It's watching the game with your friends. It's game night, so you head to your favorite spot. The game's on all the huge TVs. Several people you know are already there, and they've come for the same reason. It's game night, and the game's on all the huge TVs in the room. A lot of the men are there with their wives. Everyone's having a great time, eating, drinking, laughing, and, of course, yelling at the refs. The bartender's great, too. She seems to know what the regulars want before they even order. Maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this little jewel in Sayre so it doesn't get too crowded. It'll be our little secret. Ah, why not? Let's risk it. It's the sports bar at what's technically known as the Sayre Golf Course. The locals call it Sayre National. It's in the park on the south side of town, so don't watch the game at home alone tonight. Go where there's food, drinks, and huge TVs. The game's a lot more fun if you'll watch it with friends. The Skinny on Sports. Oh, I'm injured. <laughs> Welcome back. Sarah National, Skinny Hump Sports, right here on 98.1 FM. Man, I don't know if I can It looks it. like with your eyes that you just had a really rough weekend, but oh that's not the case. You no. just had the wrong eye solution, whatever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Joining us now is the voice you'll hear at 2 o'clock. It's the ultimate Jim Traber. Jim, how are you this morning? Good, fellas. How you guys doing? I'm not doing uh, worth a darn, to be honest with you. I got a, a different type of contact solution and i did not read the the label on how to you know normally i just put it into the little case and let it set overnight apparently that's not the way you're supposed to do this one and i had i'm having trouble my eyes are as red as uh, my shirt which is as red as uh, red can get so it's been a little bit of a struggle but it looks like it's going to be maybe the last day to play golf this afternoon uh with the cold weather coming later in the week Sorry about that. Yeah, gosh, man, third looks like Thursday and Friday are going to be horrible. Yeah, are y'all going to get snow too? You're just going to get cold and wind and rain. You know, sounds like get snow out there? it doesn't sound like we have as good a chance at the snow as maybe you guys do, and even north and east uh, does. Yeah, but, I think Tulsa and we're going to get lit. 
Yeah, I do too. I mean, but, you know, it can wobble. It seems like it's been kind of back and forth the last six or eight days. Of You know, it shifts one way and then it'll shift back the other, so who knows. But I know one thing, it's going to be freezing cold on Thursday for sure, no matter what, uh, whether I get snow or, or not. You know, I'm actually coming to share today. I, I didn't know that until about, uh, I don't know, a half hour ago. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, people don't tell me what I'm doing a lot of times. But, yeah, I'm I'm coming out to share today. So I'm going out to Rob France. So. How was, you, how was um, your trip? Oh, my gosh. It was just awesome, dude. I suggest every trip, if you can, get a butler. It was big time. <laughs> I was going to add, that, that's what I was wondering. Was, was it everything you hoped it would be and maybe even more having a butler? Yeah, it was just great. Man. I mean, we our, the, our butler's name was Nicola. It was a woman, and uh, we had another one in the mornings. Like her, his name was Jamal, but he wasn't near as good as Nicola. Nicola was unbelievable. So you just imagine, you get there, they walk you know, they show you a whole all the property, and you get to your room, and then they just say, "What do you want to do?" So you know, they you talk about the restaurants. You say, "Well, how about if we eat here, here, here." So then that first night we went to a restaurant when we get back at the room that night, um, she had it all lined up of what restaurant we were going to, what night. And then she'd come to our room and, like, take us, like, walk us down to the place. And then, so, you know, they had two different pools. One of them was, like, the party pool, supposedly. The other one was, like, the old person's pool. And so there weren't a lot of party people because it was adults only, so that was great, too. And so... Um, you know, we wanted to go down. We said, okay, we want it. So they said, well, you want to go to the pool? And I said, yeah, we're going to go to the pool. I said, okay, you want some chairs? Yeah. So they get us two chairs with an umbrella and a cooler. And then they asked me what I want the cooler. Anything I want. So they have two beers down there in the Bahamas, uh, Sands and Kalik. And both of them are good. But I was like, I lean a little bit towards Kalik. Well, they had a lot of sand. So I said in a call, I said, hey, could I get some Kalik? Guess what? We get down there in the cooler, six pack of Kalik in the cooler. There you go. With bottled waters for Julie. Not to mention, I was thinking uh, pina coladas and uh, oh, just laying around here doing nothing like a big old fat slob, man. It was nothing for eating and uh, just had a great time. They have their own private island that you can go over to. That was really cool. So it was, uh, we had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Sandals, Royal Bahamian is what we went to. They tell us that the sandals in Jamaica is even better. So, I don't know, maybe someday we'll go to that one or go back to this one. But we had a great time. I just wanted to relax, you know. Just wanted yeah. to relax. And, and that's what we did. We didn't really do anything. I went to the casino one day and we went through the dice for about an hour and that was it. So, uh, it was just a, uh, it was a great trip. And we, had, we celebrated our 27th anniversary and it was cool. Really cool. So all the restaurant, I mean, it was all right there. So you never even had to leave the resort to do anything. No, all inclusive. They had a, a French restaurant, a steakhouse, a sushi place, a Japanese steakhouse, an Italian restaurant. Uh, they also had a couple of food trucks. It's one of the food trucks. I don't know, but have you all ever had conch? Have you ever had conch? Uh, no, I know what it is though. Oh my gosh, man! It is so good. Conch is like it's in a shell. It's in like a big old shell, but if there's no fishy taste or anything. It's just wonderful. Well, this this food truck had conch, uh, conch stew, and conch fritters. Yes. So we eat breakfast, and then we go to go to the uh, the, the uh, pool, and then about one thirty or two, I go. You know what? I want, I want, or I or I could just, I could call on the phone to uh, my my butler and say, hey. I want a bowl of conch stew and a couple things of fritters. About ten minutes, they'd be right at the right at the place. Man. I'm telling you, everybody should have a butler. It was just awesome. That sounds fantastic. Um, last two vacations the room, we've gone The room was beyond belief. I mean, if, if you put a kitchen in there, we could have lived in it. The <laughs> living room area was immense, and then the uh, and then the bedroom and the bathroom. Oh my gosh, with two separate closets. Uh, it was awesome. We, if you go at Jim Traber on Instagram, go on at Jim Traber. We uh, really put a total montage of it up, and there's a little bit of the room. And we were up on like the top floor, and the very first day we got there was a big rainbow. It was just awesome. It really was good. Did Did you still right, go back? Did you have a key? When we went to Mexico for my wife's birthday in April, they gave us this little wristband thing. And it worked right. as the key, so you didn't have to worry. Like, when we went down to the pool, you didn't have to take anything. You didn't have to worry about, 
like finding your key because it was just you had it the whole time around your wrist. I'd never been to a place like that. That was yeah, that was you know, pretty we cool. We been to another place like that. This was just how that one had just like if you had a key, you know, like that that you put up at a door and it just opens up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just man, they just the people in the Bahamas are so nice. There was a Starbucks right across the street, so Julie could get her coffee. Although they had good coffee, but not as good as for Julie. Julie's yeah. a coffee snob. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was great. The people are so nice. The Bahamians are just so nice. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time. Um, great time. Now, uh, come back to this weekend. We got back early. You know, we were supposed to fly home on Thursday. And uh, we did, but we never made it. We never got. We only got as far as Houston because everything was all messed up. So we had to spend the night in Houston. We got home on Friday. And then, of course, the football that I got to watch this weekend was just beyond belief. So it was uh, it was a good time. Good times. Give us your thoughts on what you saw in NFL this week. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. Um, <laughs> you know, the NFL is so. It, there's so much parity in the NFL. Anybody can beat anybody at any time. Um, but sometimes you, you just, you know, I, I like Jacksonville plus the points against you, Cowboys. Yep, I did too. I just didn't think they'd win it. Um, but, yeah, you know, your Cowboys, fellas, I don't know, man. They're falling apart at the wrong time. They played horrible last week. Uh, they played terrible this week. Their defense is just falling apart. I love, I mean, I, you know, I'm the one that said I love Lawrence. A lot of people didn't like him. He should be the number one pick. I think he's a superstar. He showed a lot of it yesterday. And, um, and what happens is for your Cowboys is what a shame is that this game on Saturday with the Eagles means nothing. No. Now. It means nothing. I mean, I know that if you went out and the Philadelphia loses out, but we know that's not happening. So, um, yeah, I mean, you turn this game, this big game in that, you know, your team, I mean, Parsons, what an idiot for saying what he's said. I mean, my God. And the Philly, Philly, Philly just sitting there going, uh, yeah, we're just worried about the game we got this week. We're worried about the Bears. You know, like I'm already talking about the game. I mean, that's just, it's on the coaches and the players. I'm, I'm walking at him and doing some texting now, okay? And guess what? They played like they were thinking about the Daggers. Uh, Eagles, did they not, guys? That's what? what I thought they looked like. Once they, they got ahead, once they got 20, ahead 27 to 10, and that's exactly what it looked like. You know, they came out. I was worried, uh, with, especially with the way they started against Houston, uh, and, and and you're right, man. If people haven't been paying enough attention to what is happening in Jacksonville, because it took Doug Peterson six weeks or so to wash the Urban Meyer stench off of Trevor Lawrence, but it's gone. And if you pay attention to what he's been doing, he is what everybody thought he was going to be as the number one pick, and just getting better and better and taking huge strides. But Dallas you gets know, a, you know they get up twenty seven ten and you're thinking okay and it was like they did they went okay all right uh, let's start watching the scoreboard because the Bears and Philly the Bears were right there with them and they forgot to finish the game. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you said. And you know, last seven weeks going into this game, uh, um, what's his name Lawrence has been the best quarterback in the entire league mm-hmm. according to you know QBR and I mean he's been the best. So, uh, yeah, Dallas uh, Dallas messed up. And I'll tell you something, Dallas's defense, fellas, I know that they can sack the quarterback and they got some players and digs if he, you know, if they throw towards him, he can intercept it. But right now, your defense is in trouble. You just got lit by two teams back-to-back, Houston and Jacksonville, that are, I mean, Houston, I know, I know Houston went in and gave Kansas City everything they want. That's because late in the season, these teams are ready to get the playoffs. Can't see what they want, seven times in a row they won their division? Yep. You know, so I think you take it a little bit easy late in the, late in the season. But uh, Dallas, you're kind of lucky. You're kind of lucky that uh, Washington didn't win that game last night. By the way, that was another story. What are you talking about? I don't ever blame referees, but mm-hmm. back-to-back calls at the end of the game to basically just blow Washington out of the water? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that referee on the sideline gave the – have you seen the picture? Oh, yeah. He gives the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And the play on the wide receiver. He lets you know. The people don't know what you're talking about. They, you know, Washington's lined up on like the two-yard line. And, you know, if you watch the wide receivers, whenever they go both college and pro, whenever they go to where they are, if they're, if they're supposed to be on the line of scrimmage, they always look at the uh, outside uh, referee and point, am I okay? And the referee will either say, yeah, you're good, or you don't need to move up, or, you know, give a thumbs up. Well, this guy, the first time moves him up, the second time gives him a thumb. And then the minute he goes, he throws a penalty. Yeah. I mean, what was that? 
that was ridiculous. And, of course, for people that don't know, they scored a touchdown and got called back. And then the last play, I'm sorry, fellas, that's about with all the stupid calls and this stiffified world we live in nowadays, that dude, he he pass interfered twice. Yeah. First he did it once, then he did it again. And, of course, they're not going to call it in the end zone at the end of the game. Well, that's just dumb. I heard it. You know, what was the guy's name? McLaren, the guy who was the referee. He mm-hmm. said both calls were wrong. I love that he said that. And he said if it's a foul the first play of the game, it should be a foul the last play of the game. I mean, so Washington just got jobbed, man. I'll tell you, if I'm them, I am I am living. Now, they don't win the game, right, because they still got to get a two-point conversion. So I'm not saying the game's over. But holy Moses, fellas, those two calls were terrible. Terrible. Well, well, what fixes that? I mean, what what holds their feet to the fire? Is it something that I mean, it's finding them or taking them, taking them away, taking them games away from them so they don't get paid? Like, listen, you missed this, you missed that. It's a great question. We never know. We never know how referees and umpires. We don't know. We don't know what happens to them because it's supposed to be quiet. It's ridiculous. I'll tell you what. That linesman that did that, he should be docked something serious you cannot tell a player that you're okay before the play and then call a penalty on them guys you can't do that that's ridiculous that's what they're out there for it's a it's a nice little gesture by the referees to let the guys know yeah okay good you're fine i'm not going to call a penalty and then you tell them that and then you call a penalty he should be docked a lot whatever it is i don't know but uh i just i think the calls in the league now these roughing the passers probably i can't remember but maybe on saturday it was a roughing the passer where the dude did nothing. Nothing. Oh, man. Here Bo- comes the penalty. Bosa got called for one on Thursday. That against was it. Seattle. Oh, my it was gosh. ridiculous. Yeah. And it, and it, what did he do? It, it took away a pick six, and then Seattle went down and scored and made it the, kind of a game. I mean, it completely yeah. changed the complexion of everything that was going on. How do you, how do you explain that? What You know, the old thing, uh, oh, the body on the guy. What are they, this is ridiculous what's happening. Did you see yesterday – when a Bears defensive back came in to hit Jalen Hurts, and he hit him, and then he pulled back, and Jalen Hurts didn't go down. Or maybe it was Field. It happened in it the Dallas Field. game. Yeah. It happened in the Dallas game. Same thing. Oh, it he, did? he let up. And, and Dak yeah. Prescott's so big, but he, the defenseman let up so he wouldn't get a penalty. And, 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 exactly. Yeah, Dak stayed up. You know, i got to tell you, the coaches have got to tell these guys, listen, fellas, if you get a penalty, so be it. But you can't do that. Right. Was that the play where he ran to the left and threw a touchdown to Brown? Is that was that the same no, play? No, he, he didn't. Uh, he didn't get a touch out of it, but um, okay. he stayed up and got a couple yards. It's right there, close to the goal line. Yeah, I mean, guys, what are we? What are we doing? I still go back to my brother, man. Like the sign he had on his door on his bedroom when he was young. Foot, you know, dancing is a is a is a contact sport. Football is a collision sport. What what are we doing? And then these hits nowadays. Oh, you know, you happen to. Wide receiver, there was one, I can't remember what game it was, but the guy came in and hit him like on the back, on the bottom of his face mask because the dude dipped his head a little bit. Well, oh, that's a penalty, 15 yards. Uh, I mean, it is just, it's the greatest game in the world, fellas, but they're slowly but surely ruining the daggone thing. Man, Crazy. The thing with McLaurin last night and the way that all went down and when you see the, the official giving the thumbs up with one hand and then immediately have his hand on the, on the yeah, flag with like his other. Dude, I'm serious. That's exactly where I was going. I mean, when you see stuff like that, it, it, the last thing anybody wants to think about is that these games, are, the, the outcomes are being affected by these guys on purpose, but that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, how can you explain it differently? Right. How can anybody explain it differently? That'd be like coming home tonight and one of your kids going, hey, Dad, can I have this cookie? And going, yeah. And then he puts the cookie in his mouth and then you spank him for it. Seriously. That's what happened. By the way, that was a really good analogy. I that, was good. that was good. I know exactly what you're talking about with my kids. I'm rolling. I'm rolling, fellas. I, yeah, I've been on vacation. Now, by 6 o'clock tonight, I'll probably be back down again. But you guys got me at a really good time. I'd rather let you all know. So this, in, in, a, in the span of maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes or an hour, we might have seen the best play of the season on that interception uh, by the Tennessee Titans that looked like Broderick Brown in Bedlam a few years ago where he it was on the sideline and he threw it back in and Tennessee got the pick. And then right after that, the worst play in the history of the NFL, 
it's shocking that it's a Bill Belichick team that pulled off what the Patriots pulled off to lose that game at the end uh, yesterday. Oh, my gosh, man. And, you know, Stevenson, I guess, in the huddle, they told him, get yards and get down. Yeah. That's what they said, get some yards and get down. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people love to blame uh, Belichick. I'll kill him for things that he deserves to be killed for, like this ridiculous offensive coordinator situation. But um, that was unbelievable, Stevenson. And I will say this, after the game, you know, Stevenson blamed himself. And then who was it? Who was the other guy? Jacoby, yeah. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, Jacoby Myers blamed himself. Whoever is just as stupid as can be. That was just beyond belief. And then, and then when he, I guess, you know, I guess Jacoby Myers thought, well, I'll throw it to Mac, Mac Jones, and he's going to run 60 yards with the ball. <laughs> but, um, how about the stiff arm that fired him down in the ground? Well, that's, wow. I mean, how you're looking at Mac Jones going, you have to make that tackle. And he literally had no chance as he got stiff armed and then stepped on the face almost as we're watching it back right now. And Chandler yeah, Jones he, just, it was like a little kid out there. Yeah, he went down like a three year old. You're right. Like, no, oh, okay, she let it. Uh, but yeah, and how about Chandler Jones used to be a, uh, a, a fake, too? Yeah. I, I don't know. And then you got the biggest comeback in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. The Ravens is in my fantasy team, guys. You. We are so jinxed. We get the playoffs with three to eleven, you know, because they're making things that's so stupid. We win the first week against somebody who's better than us. Yesterday we're playing this eleven and three team, all right? They have Jefferson and we have uh Taylor. Right. Okay. Taylor first play. One catch for thirteen yards. All right. Out for the game. Then the second half, you think, well, okay, well maybe Jeff nope, Jefferson drops off thirty points in the second half. And then guys yesterday listen to this. We are up, I mean, our, dudes, our guys played great, man, all the way up down the lineup. We are up 42 points going into last night. 42 points. He's got Joe Burrow and Connor from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Well, after the first half, Burrow had like five points, yeah. right? Remember? It was terrible. And Connor had done nothing. Well, then Tom Brady decides he's just going to hand the ball over, can't even, can't even hand it off to somebody. And what happens? Burrow, touchdown, 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 touchdown. And then Connor gets a touchdown. We lose by three points. Oh. Is that unbelievable? See, and that's I'm a- never going to play fantasy <laughs> football again. I'm so disgusted. I, my heart was up all day. One day yesterday, I'm sick of it. I was the opposite because I had Joe Burrow on my team. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be the end of it when they got that first down. And then they roll him out and throw a meaningless touchdown. And the only people that cared was either betters or fantasy yeah. football players. And I end up yep. – here, here's a question. Yep. Ask, ask Ravis this in a little bit. Okay, so I'm up two, and I have a kicker going. There is right. zero chance I should play him tonight, right? Because the other team doesn't have anybody. So all that can happen is my kicker miss a couple kicks and yeah. I lose. Yeah. So, so now I, you have you are allowed to take a guy out of the lineup and play without a kicker. I think I can move him because he, he it's Matt Gay tonight. I think I can bench him and not have a kicker. Well, it'll of allow you. you bench him, but but I don't. I didn't know you could bench somebody like in the middle of the in the middle of a weekend. I didn't know you could do that. That's you better so check on that part. That's the part. Can you do that? That's telling I me think to move once him? you set your lineup, I think because what remember something. If, if some dude, uh, I don't know, was in the walkthrough gets hurt on Sunday and they're playing on Monday night, I don't think you could take him out of the lineup. No, it let At me. least I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. It let me. I just did it. I just put my kicker wow. on the well, bench. Then you, well, then you win. That's then right. you win. Yeah, yeah, I've got to do that. Congratulations on your win. Well, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, he, he missed a few field goals and you're done. So. Exactly. Yeah, I'm only head by well, two. Well, thanks. You win and I lose. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, uh, at, at right now. How many teams can make the Super Bowl? How many are there out make, there? Make the Super Bowl. Make the Super well, Bowl. Well, in the in in the in the AFC, it's very very simple. It's Buffalo, Kansas City, and and Cincinnati. We all agree on that. No love for the Chargers. Yeah, that's we were talking. Well, you know, the Chargers. dude, I got money on the Chargers, exactly. fellas. They're coming. They, I mean, they're they're coming. It feels like they're the kind of the Bengals of last year, Jared. You know, they're getting healthier at the right time. Man, they're, yeah, there's they're, so they're, many injuries. That's right. Yeah, I hope, listen, dude, if it's time to get to the Super Bowl, I will be a happy man, I promise, because obviously I bet him at the beginning of the year. Um, but I just don't know. Because remember something, you're going to have to do two of those three. That's right. the problem with that. Right. only like one big-time team, okay, but there's three that are better than them, and they have to beat two of them. So I don't, I would love to say the Chargers, but I would say those three. And then in the NFC, 
the Eagles and the 49ers, and that's it. And and I'm sorry with your Cowboys. They're not going anywhere. By the way, another horrific call by your wonderful coach. Uh, Why is he throwing the ball on third down? Make them use their last timeout. What are they doing? Because he's an idiot. Uh, I mean, You're right. we've, he's been, we've been waiting for this to happen, and then it did. Uh, it just You have to make them run out of timeouts and make Trevor Lawrence go the length of the field with no timeouts, and it would have been, what, a minute 10? Or actually, after the punt, it would have been just about a minute left in the game. Yeah, exactly. What's he going to do? And you saw that last timeout gave him the field goal. Yep. So he's an idiot. I mean, you, your Cowboy team, when they're healthy, they're they're good. They're a good football team. But you got the worst coach in the world, and you got a quarterback that, unfortunately, I like. But fellas, he does some stupid stuff, man. I mean, just does. Now that that interception wasn't his fault. That last one. I mean, no. I don't know why Noah Brown dive into the ground and everything. I don't know what's going on. And I'm wondering why. I'm wondering why. Because by the way, I had Ceedee Lamb in my fantasy team. I'm wondering why they just quit on him. I mean, why is he in love with Noah Brown? I mean, I thought that Noah Brown was a dude they're trying to get out of the lineup with T.J. Hilton or, or, or Odell Beckham, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't Noah Brown the one they want out? Didn't look like it yesterday, but it sure seemed like it during the week. Uh, it was, I mean, on that third and ten, he throws it 40 yards down the field to Noah Brown. I know. No, listen, <clears> dude. I'm, what are the targets? I don't, I don't know. Maybe you can look them up. But I think that Gallup had two targets, if I'm not mistaken. And then in the second half, Lamb had like two targets. The first half, he was unbelievable. And he's just throwing the ball to Noah Brown and Pollard. And then the tight end. So, I don't know. Listen, for as much money as he make, he's making, he's a bust. I'm sorry. I, I, and I like him. But you got to look at the money that Dak Prescott's making. And you can't be this inconsistent. You can't. You cannot be this inconsistent. And, you know, I'm not saying take him out for Cooper Rush. I'm just saying you better you got to figure it out. You have to figure it out. But yeah, your Cowboys, you better hope that you stay in the five spot and play Tampa because yeah. you can beat Tampa. You can't beat anybody else. The rest of them you're not beat, in my opinion. Uh, CD, yeah, here you, you go. CD Lamb had seven catches on seven targets. Noah Brown had six catches on nine targets. Yeah, and what did what did Gallup have? Two targets. Uh, Michael right? Gallup had two targets. Had one catch for yeah. two yards. Are you kidding me? So Noah Brown is the dude you're going to throw the ball the most to? I mean, what? That's ridiculous. See, if I'm McCarthy, I'm saying, I'm talking to my offensive coordinator, and I'm saying, hey, we got this dude named C.D. Lamb's got 126 yards so far, throwing the football. I don't care what you do, whether it's a screen, throw him the football. And then, of course, on third down, I'm saying, if I hear the play call, I go, nope, change it. Run the ball. Run the ball. But he doesn't know what's going on. See, that's the thing that worries me a little bit with the Chargers, too, because I think their coach yeah. is a little bit clueless, too. I, but the problem is is that McCarthy's just dumb. This guy, guy thinks he's smarter than everybody in the world. McCarthy knows he's not smarter. He's just too dumb to realize how dumb he is. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel bad for guys like you, two because you all are good, solid people and good, solid Cowboy fans. I was playing poker on Saturday, and there was this Cowboy fan at the table Oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, I just had to stop. As we talked for like five minutes, I had to say, dude, listen, every year y'all say the same thing. Oh, no, it's different this year. Yeah, oh, of course it's different this year. It's always different. You, you might win a playoff game this year. You might if you play Tampa. But uh, And by the way, I'm, is anybody else but me sick of Tom Brady? They're now talking about where he's going to go next year. Get out of here. It's ridiculous. By the way, give it up to Purdy, too. That's uh, we talked about him a bunch last week, and then he was really good on Thursday. But is the he looks good in the regular season, right? But the the playoffs is when it's going to determine whether or not San Francisco made a good choice or a bad one, right? Because everybody Are you else talking they, about bringing in Baker Mayfield. Or well, that's well, that's the problem. Who else was there uh, outside of yeah. him? You know what I mean? There, okay, because Baker the trade Mayfield. deadline was over. So Baker Mayfield had a really good game for the Rams, right? And so now everybody wants him over Purdy. Listen, Baker Mayfield is not a 49er quarterback. Can we agree with that? He's not. But Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, will not be happy with going in and just running the team and letting them do this and making a couple throws. I'm sorry. I don't think he is. I think his ego is way too big. I think Purdy is perfect there. And by the way, he's won. What's he won? Two and a half games now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Isn't that what it is? Two as a starter, 
and then one when he came in. So, I mean, it's amazing. Let's forget about college, everybody. Yeah, he couldn't hold Baker Mayfield's jock in college. All right, it's not even close. You can't even talk about the two. But right now, Purdy has learned in a system that is not reliant on the quarterback, and he's playing great. Can we just say that? Mark Rogers, I mean, my gosh, he's it. First of all, he thinks Baker Mayfield now is going to win a Super Bowl eventually, and he thinks that Purdy stinks. He doesn't stink, guys. He doesn't stink. He's making plays. He's been very, very good uh, for the for the 49ers. And you, you may be right, at the end of the day, with everything that's around him, just don't screw it up. Just yeah. do Didn't I say something play. like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah just don't yeah. screw it up. So he, it, yeah. Because everything else they've got is ready to win the Super Bowl this year. And they, unlike the guys in the, in the AFC, the 49ers are actually in a better spot than, than either the Eagles or if you want to throw Dallas in there too because they're only ha- going to have to beat one of those the way it's working out. That's right. And so, you know, That's San Francisco exactly right. is in a really, really good spot going into the playoffs. Yeah, no, you're right. And and they're de- and by the way, remember Garoppolo, if he makes that throw, they go to the Super Bowl last year, right? Yeah, I mean, it, remember the dude's open? Shoot, if he makes know? the throw in the Super Bowl, they did get to. Pat Holmes is still looking for a ring. It, that's right, and that's exactly <laughs> right. And this dude is doing what uh, Garoppolo was doing, mm-hmm. didn't he? I mean, that's what he's doing. So I, it just bothered me. I don't care what people did in college, okay? I mean, this dude, I mean, look, you know, I was the star of the Oklahoma State baseball team. I was. I was the best player on the team. And Mickey Tettleton was on there. And who became the better pro? Mickey Tettleton, okay? Mm-hmm. College and pro do not always line up. So I'm, I'm sorry. I just uh, – everybody relax on Rip and Purdy. I think it's a great – he's Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. He's the last player drafted. It's beautiful. Beautiful story. And we'll see if Baker Mayfield can keep it going this tonight. Everybody all fired up. <laughs> uh, did, you got, did you guys get a podcast in this week? Our podcast this week is just wonderful. It's, um, it is uh, with our grandbabies. Oh, cool. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It is great. And my grandson, who's going to turn 11 in January, comes up with questions for us, and they are so good. I mean, the questions are so good. They're great. Great questions. Like, one of them is, if you could be any um, – character in a Christmas movie, which one would you be? Oh, my. And then, of course, he asked us which, grand, which grandchild we like the best. So of course, we had, <laughs> we had to roll around that one. So, um, But, yeah, it was it's really good. It's all about Christmas. And uh, and then and then next week, we had, to, we had to pre-tape our next week one because, of course, a week from the day is my birthday. I won't be on with you guys. But next week, guys, is all about uh, our, our trip and about Christmas and everything like that. So we got a couple of them coming up really, really good. The Julian Jim Traber podcast, if you want to get it, uh, it's going well. Very good. Well, Jim, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I know uh, yeah, you Merry love Christmas. this time of year for sure with all the family and everything. Uh, it'll be great. I can't wait. Thanksgiving, they didn't come home. All my babies weren't home, so now they're coming home. I'm going to be a happy man over Christmas. I promise you that. Awesome. Right, man. Awesome. Uh, have, a, have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you after the New all Year. Right. Same to you, and happy hey, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there at, in uh, wonderful Elk City. Appreciate the, all you guys very much, and I'll be in Sarah again today, so sounds good. Fantastic. That is the ultimate Jim Traber joining us here on a Monday, and he'll be out here at Sarah 2 o'clock. Hey, the, the sports animal's at Sarah today. It's awesome. We're here at Sarah National. Yeah. He'll be at uh, Rob's Ranch a little bit later on this afternoon. Uh, man, show flies. On a Monday for sure. really does. Um, thank you to uh, Western Oklahoma Realty for the Bowl Mania contests. Can't wait to see how that uh, transpires with some good Thunder tickets on the line later on into January. Everybody enjoy the warm day today because it's not going to stay this way very much longer. Come out and play 9 or 18 holes at Sayers. Maybe your last chance of the year. This is Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, Esports Animal. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way. You know the only thing better than watching the game? It's watching the game with your friends. It's game night, so you head to your favorite spot. The game's on all the huge TVs. 
Several people you know are already there, and they've come for the same reason. It's game night, and the game's on all the huge TVs in the room. A lot of the men are there with their wives. Everyone's having a great time, eating, drinking, laughing, and, of course, yelling at the refs. The bartender's great, too. She seems to know what the regulars want before they even order. Maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this little jewel in Sayre so it doesn't get too crowded. It'll be our little secret. Ah, why not? Let's risk it. It's the sports bar at what's technically known as the Sayre Golf Course. The locals call it Sayre National. It's in the park on the south side of town, so don't watch the game at home alone tonight. Go where there's food, drinks, and huge TVs. The game's a lot more fun if you'll watch it with friends.